Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Thanks to Trade Coffee for supporting the morning stream. With Trade Coffee, you get fresh roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. And Trade Coffee ships free to you as often as you like, whole or ground. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, I was blinded by the black light. Wrapped up like ejaculation nation. <laughs> Watchers, give me the willies. Airport food roulette. Frodo, Bilbo, and Zack. Ho, run, swing a town. Battle strip. The mailman delivers in the rear. Sorry, here we go. Green machine trauma. Just get cheaper, less tasty birds. And you may tell yourself, this is not my tiny house. Stay clear of the clam chowder. Two Durands enter, one Durand leaves. In the Volvo with Bill. How many licks does it take to get to the center of the universe with Bobby and more on this episode of Three, The Morning Stream. I work hard all day. And after doing a man's work, I want a man's cigarette. And then puny funny boy kind neither. That's why I smoke the big cigarette for the big man. Are you boys here to look at the refrigerator? The Morning Stream is part of a nutritious breakfast kids have grown to love. They're pretty good, I guess. Yeah, they're okay. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's Tuesday, July 26, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi. Hello, Scott Johnson. Brian is one day away from going to Las Vegas, Nevada. Exactly 24 hours from uh, boarding time, as a matter of fact. What will you... Okay. I'm going to go ahead and make a assumption here. (laughs) So Brian Uh, is... What time will I have my first alcoholic beverage tomorrow? (laughs) No, that 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 could be... uh, That's anyone's guess. I have no idea. Yeah, that's... uh... But if I'm guessing if what Brian is doing as he sits out in the chairs waiting for the first call... Oh, you'll be playing Marvel Snap. (laughs) Yeah. And enjoying some sort of breakfast item. That's my thing. Uh, 
certainly the former, probably, I don't know about the latter. I'll, I'll probably have already, um, I'll probably have already, well, I'll definitely have, will have already had breakfast by that point. The question is, will I eat something here at the house mm. or will I grab something at the airport where it's, it's, it's all unfamiliar territory, yes. you know, new places to get crappy breakfast foods. That's right. You never know. Uh, I've had, okay. So I've only had food poisoning, I think, a couple of times in my life. One was at an airport, and it was on the way home. We got something, and then later I got, like, really sick on whatever I ate. Mm. Um, I'm not saying that's common, but I am saying because of that, I've got this thing in my head where airports are sketchy. They're just sketchy. <laughs> right. 50% of the food that you get at airports gives you yeah. uh, gives you food poisoning. That's what is, I've is gone really ahead and done. where you're at right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I went ahead and did the math, and it all sh- it all <laughs> checks out. Uh, but but yeah, like I'm always just a little like, mm, who's going to be really the like, right choice? Even here? though there are different restaurants, yeah. the restaurant you you had food at probably isn't around anymore. I don't know how long ago this. I happened. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't remember. This was forever ago, like 20 years yeah. ago or something. Uh, we have some great restaurants in uh, in DIA. There's uh, Root Down. There's um, Root Down is like a farm to table kind of. Uh, vegetarian and vegan place but they make some incredible stuff that's like i oh, you know what this i don't care that there's no meat in it it is fantastic oh yeah no done right um, that stuff is incredible i would eat that yeah. every day if everybody uh, did it right chop house has a location in the denver airport um a couple of the local breweries have have uh restaurants in some of the in a couple of the concourses mm. um yeah i mean i i have no you know i have no qualms about eating at the airport that's good. Uh, and I've eaten at a lot of airports. <laughs> now, okay, here's a statistic I actually think is yeah. high. Okay. Um, three times my wife was in, and some people are going to say, well, maybe it's Kim's fault, and whatever. We'll get to it. But three times she's in different places, usually down south somewhere. So she'll be like in the Houston airport or she'll be in Mississippi okay. or whatever. Three yeah. different times somebody there where she went to get something, like, oh, I'll just get a, some fries or something or I'll get a drink. Somebody yeah. scans her card with one of those little sneaky oh, scanners. Oh, really? Is a little... Yeah. And then I get notified, oh, uh, someone bought a 65-inch flat-screen television in Texas. Do you know... Is that you? And I'm like, Jeez. no, it isn't freaking me. And then we have and to cancel the card. it's the only time it's ever happened to you, right? We're, we're at... at uh, oh, no, because you've had it happen at a restaurant or something. We too. have. Yeah, like we also... Utah restaurant. It also happened at BlizzCon in 2014, yeah, right. I think. And we couldn't use any of our regular cards that week, so we had to use like debit cards and stuff. It was fine, but you know, it worked out in the end. But it was so you know, annoying. The problem is that when you're when you're out at these things and somebody recognizes you, um, you do this sort of thing. Oh, hey, can I get a picture with you, Scott? Oh, yeah, sure. Yep. Beep, beep. And then you you hold up your you hold your up my credit card. card. Yeah. For, for people not watching the stream, you're holding up your card while you're taking. Yeah, a picture yeah I don't do somebody. any pictures without my credit card held up. I want them to see that I have spending power. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want them to go, oh. Yeah. He's got a American oh, Express, uh, one of those heavy American ones. Express yeah. green card. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yes, then they, I'm good. Yeah. Then they steal okay. it and go buy a TV. That's how it works. Right. Exactly. That's how it always happens. So always. I got a question for all the mail carriers in our listening audience. I actually know mm-hmm. there are a few, so hopefully they'll write in about this. Um, or maybe some people are familiar with how municipal systems work when it comes to mail issues. Um, and I don't mean male like man and their erectile dysfunction. Okay. <laughs> oh, not people who carry uh, men around. No. Not those kind of male carriers. Yeah, okay. not those issues. So yesterday I had a thing that I was already mad because on Sunday um, they were supposed to deliver this little router I needed uh, with my mm-hmm. switch around with hard drives and stuff. 
And um, they sent me the wrong, or no, they they said attempted delivery couldn't do it. I'm like, what does that mean? Four o'clock in the afternoon, attempted delivery. I, I go and yeah. look at the details. Says, eh, I couldn't park very well, so I'll try tomorrow. Is basically what the guy wrote. Seriously? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I had to walk too far to get to your mailbox. Yeah, and literally what that meant was across my street, he would have had to park, get out, yeah. walk it across the street. Now, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. It's just like, you know, I'm not going to demand to talk to your manager, but that felt pretty weak because they're always having to park there. That's incredibly weak. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're you're not being a Karen by being a little irritated by that. Yes. Thank you. Validation is what I was looking for. So, yeah. uh, As a result, Karen's in the audience. Yeah. Sorry, all you Karen's, actual Karen's (laughs) and otherwise. Actual Karen's, not. Yeah. Not the ones we all have vilified. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he comes, he, he decides to come the next day and he brings it, but then he doesn't bring it to the door, even though this is the kind of UPS package I would expect to have at the door. Instead, oh. it says left in receptacle, which means they put it in the mailbox stuff, which we have a sure. grid of for the neighborhood, you know, where I'm at. Sure. And so all the townhomes on the outside of the street and then us and the, and the houses across that way, we're all using the same grid of, you know, these boxes. So I go over there. Ours is normally box six. I have the key. I open it up. And in there's some junk mail and some other stuff. And I'm like, sweet. Okay. There's a key in there. And, the, hmm. and when they do that, that means, oh, the oh. box was too big. So it's in one of these larger ones. The larger receptacles. Oh, that's a clever. That's a good yeah, way of doing totally it. totally works okay. fine. Usually it's zero problem. I get it. I look at the key. It says 6B. Okay, cool. Where's 6B? Oh, there it is. And I try to put the key in. No dice. It's not working just won't go in it looks like somebody oh, has no. like crammed a screwdriver into this thing uh, or something. so i'm like okay. oh well this won't open and by the way i'm out my bare feet in 90 degree weather like an idiot so my feet hurt <sighs> um and so i'm trying to turn it i'm like well wait maybe maybe this is just the key but to a different box i put it in all the other boxes four five and seven or yeah uh, for some reason there's no one two and three i don't know why okay maybe on the other uh, in another um oh yeah probably that Another the other grid, side over there, yeah. Grid. yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. But anyway, so I try those, and it fits. It doesn't unlock them, of Just course. Just doesn't turn, but fits. Right. So, yeah, fits. there's something jammed in there. Yeah, so it's effed. Which, wait it's a, a minute. Yeah. Wouldn't the mail carrier have to put something in to unlock that box to put your box in and then put a key yeah. probably from inside there? Yeah. That's exactly my thought. <sighs> I thought the exact thing, Brian. And I was, so I was... I was compound irritated because the day before he's supposed to bring in it tried it didn't try very hard and then had to wait a day so i was already annoyed by that i'm like really of all the boxes here you chose the one that won't open and then my brain did like yours just did wait didn't he have to have a key to get in there no. in the first no. place so did no, he they have a master it? key apparently that opens all the boxes probably from the back like oh it, from like, the rear uh, from the back yeah oh i didn't that's know that okay if that's what the case that you- makes sense yeah. What do they tell you to do with that key? Like, let's say it did work. You opened it. You get your router out, and Bob's your uncle. What do you do with the key? Do you just leave it in the front? Yes, and it stays. It, it, it once you've it doesn't turned come it, back out. It doesn't come back out unless they come oh, just do whatever they, they do. push a little bit. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. So that, so that makes sense. And maybe what happened here? Some kid saw a key dangling and went, "Ooh, if I get this key out, I can use it later when there's a box in there," and then jammed it, you know, wrecked it or something. I don't yeah, know, but however you got it in there. So here's what's, what's weird. I'm getting real frustrated. I'm like, gosh, yeah, man, I'm yeah. Gonna, what can you do? I don't even know who right. I call. Yeah. I got multiple boxes in this thing. I'm freaking so irritated. And then I just, for the heck of it, took that same key and kind of pried the bottom of the door and it just popped oh. open. <laughs> that's not how that's supposed to work, is it? No, that's definitely not. That, that seems like... Uh... 
like, hey, what a salute. Oh, that's kind of bad. Yeah, that that's actually bad. That. That, it's actually uh, really bad. And there was stuff in there that yeah. had somebody come and taken it would have been real bad. So so I took it. Um, you know, my non my discreet brown non-labeled packaging. <laughs> <laughs> Your brown paper wrapper magazines. Yeah. Just kidding. None of that was in there. Anyway, I get these things, including my router, out of there, and I just thought, okay, well, that was dumb on every level, and I don't know who to talk to. Do I wait for yeah. a mail person? Because I don't think the UPS guy normally uses that thing. Do I do I call somebody? I don't know what to do. There's yeah, no to I do. almost think you, um, your homeowners association, possibly, or or sadly, you've got to call back call USPS and maybe I do I that. Think I I don't I I'd be surprised if your homeowners association has a master key. Obviously, the the post office certainly would. You'd think but, so. Um, I would assume so. Yeah, I don't know. And then I thought, well, maybe today I'll because they always come around one p.m. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll just have an alarm at about ten twelve fifty to just remind me to go out there and just see. You know, if someone pulls up. Hey, real quick, I was curious. This thing was lo-, you know. I'll explain the story to them and see if they'll do anything. I don't know. But freaking UPS, bring it to my door like you always do. I got yeah. treats and snacks there. Got drinks for you. <laughs> yeah. Kim will bake you a uh, a, a pie. Yeah. You want you a pie? And- <laughs> we'll make you a pie. You want some jambalaya? Got a whole bowl here. Hot and fresh for you. <laughs> freaking. Uh, I was so annoyed. But it came. It's here. It's working. Everything's fine. My my hard drives are backing up beautifully. Oh, Quick shout okay. out. I know I talked to you about this, but um, I'm going to mention it to anyone out there who might be using okay. Macs. You might all think, oh, the only way to do anything is Time Machine with backups. Uh, incorrect. I didn't know about this utility. Um, Brian, oh. I guess you used it for years. I didn't even know. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've been using it. Like the first copy I ever bought or when I got in their ecosystem was uh, in the 90s when I was at uh, uh, Media Marketing. Oh wow! I remember so getting it. Yeah, that's a that's a long time. That's a deep. Yeah, that's a long time. Or whenever it was, like at first download it because I don't think I ever got discs from them. So oh, maybe weird. it was maybe it was two thousands, but still, it's been a while. Well, it's called Carbon Copy Cleaner. Sorry, cloner, cloner. CCC cleaning your carbon copy. Yeah, always cleaning your carbon. It does everything that uh, Time Machine does now but with a whole bunch of other options for just you want to clone a drive, do that. You want to do another kind of daily maintenance run on a drive, you can do that. You want to do a, a, a time machine style backup where you're like, show me the incremental changes and let me go back a few days and get the old file, that stuff, you can do that. It's awesome. And it was only 39 bucks and I'm freaking loving it. Yeah. And guess what I don't use anymore? Time machine! Because <laughs> it irritated me with that last drive problem. Yeah, I guess so. Like, you were having it was just hanging. Right? Oh, it was, was horrible. And it's the drive. Yeah. It's not Time Machine's fault. But um, yeah, I'm also I'm also happy just to find something that has a few more options to it. So it's pretty cool. Sure, sure. No, um, it's really good. We used to use it all the time for our work computers to because um, we'd always get these performas for the training system or the mm-hmm. training um, room, and um, we'd have a master ISO. Yeah. Uh, uh, copy and it would basically just be the fresh, untampered with version of the systems that needed to go on all those computers. So we basically just used Carbon Copy Cloner to to set all those up. Yeah. Chat room says uh, it reminds me that it was good that they didn't start, have to spell everything with a K. Because <laughs> that'd yeah. be KKK uh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We don't want that. That's a that's a real smart move they made there. Hey, we talked about bees some. 
Bees. Bees. Yeah. Oh, before we get to bees, can I can yeah. I do a yeah. shout? I shouldn't put it in the notes, but um so you remember a while back we were talking about a couple a, a couple of listeners, but a couple who were uh, driving around uh, the US in there with their tiny house. Oh and yeah, they right. A, right, their little microside YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they uh came through Colorado yesterday and uh, Tina and I had dinner and drinks with them and uh, uh, Matt and Logan and um Did you do it in the tar- are- in the tiny house thing or did you do it as you guys go somewhere? What did you do? <laughs> You didn't do it in the tiny house. Well, here's the deal. They don't have the tiny house anymore. They um, That thing was just too unwieldy to maneuver around. And, and a lot of places that they went um, uh, to park yeah. wouldn't take tiny houses. They're fine with campers, but not tiny houses. Mm. It's really weird, especially California. Yeah. So now they have an Airstream. And basically, they, they scaled down their whole life down to the tiny house and then they scale down the tiny house just a little bit more a little bit further down to the um the airstream and uh but they they didn't bring the airstream but they showed us photos actually had photos too of the tiny house as well and it's um uh it is so it's so cool in there and the tiny house is really freaking rad yeah like that stuff's awesome was the tiny house like a container converted or something or is it no no but it was probably about the width and height of a container but mm-hmm. about you know half the length or or two-thirds the length or or something mm. but they are um they're the nicest couple um she does cardiology work so uh, so she's able to find hospitals that need somebody for a three month uh, a three month stint <laughs> oh stint stint um nice. and so they basically can go wherever they want in the country and she'll work there for three months then they'll be like great this was a cool place let's go somewhere else and that's what they do and that is like that life sounds so freeing and cool to yeah. me but yeah. i look at this house and i look at all the <laughs> shit in it and i think <laughs> what would it take <laughs> Oh, I know. To like strip down to uh, just the the bare essentials of of life. What would I need? I guess that's probably going to get edited out for Jamie. Mm. But the you know, like get rid of how much stuff would I have to get rid of for us to be able to do that? We've talked about the same freaking thing a few times, Kim and yeah. I. I don't know how yeah. I. It not, I mean, I'm just not in the right brain space right now to do it. But right, I love the idea of it. Always have. Yeah. Yeah, just an amazing concept. It's it does sound like you're just free of everything. Like you don't need to put down roots mm-hmm. anywhere. Just just go. But I'm also kind of a put down roots kind of guy. So yeah. it's, so it's I hard for me to actually imagine it. Um, I don't know if you're. I, I guess if you're younger, if, if in my 20s had this been an option, we'd have done this. Yeah. See, uh, what I'd almost like to do, and this is probably something we could do, is do uh, basically have the studio and everything down here where it is blah blah you know and and kind of have it all set up the way it is right now yeah then have a a lock on the basement door where the living area upstairs completely you know it's it's uh um couple bedrooms kitchen blah 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 and then we figure out people who have cool houses in places that we want to visit yeah and we trade for a month and so you know i take my laptop and microphone mixer and all that stuff and and the stuff that we need and we we technically move to another house for a month somewhere on the other side of the country while those people live in our house for sure, a month sure and then you know this is the kind of swap swapping i'm into you know that's that's <laughs> exactly i definitely swing this direction you know right like this right. idea interesting oh 
Yeah. God, I meant to tell you. So uh, heard from some people about the conversation yesterday when I was talking about dropping that couple off at the uh, Swingers Club in, oh, in right. uh, South Denver. Yeah, the one that has and good food, sent, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. It has a good restaurant, yeah. yeah. Um, they sent me a video of the inside of one of those clubs, like a tour of one of those Ooh, clubs. Yeah. And... My, it's just fascinating. Like there's, there's a whole, there's so many protocols for what you can do, where you can do it, how you indicate to other people what you're fine with them doing or not doing. They've got like, you know, this open area, this is where you kind of meet people and maybe figure out who you want to go and mess around with for a little bit. And then there's this other section that is for couples and singles. Apparently singles can go to one of these places as well. It's like, well, Oh, so you don't have to swing with another couple. You could go in there and it could be, you, you could go in some. there as a free agent and basically, oh, you know, man, like, uh, <laughs> wow. wow. Any, any teams looking for a new batter? Who's looking for a new batter? Which one are you teams? Looking? Anyway, Do they have like um, a, they have like a month free, and then decide if you want to stay kind of thing or how does, it, how does all that work <laughs> free trial seven, yeah. seven days free trial period yeah. but then they so they've got these little rooms so they've got the, the the room that's got all of these smaller rooms in it and each of those rooms has a elaborate curtain system that has uh, what looks like a screen sewn together with a blackout curtain okay. and so if you want to mess around, you want everybody to watch, you leave the curtains wide open. I think that also might be a, a invitation for anybody who wants to jump in. Sure. Then you've got the semi-private, which is like a screen curtain that you put over it. And it's like, oh, what did that indicate? I think that just indicates... Um, eh, join us if you want. And then you've got the blackout curtain, which is like, nope, what's going on here is for us only and sorry and blah, blah, blah. Do they it's, have, do they have watchers the only? Is closed. No, uh, you can watch, but you can't join. Are there any people that? that come in that are just watchers? You know? Like, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Totally. Yeah. Those people give me the willies. I don't know why. I don't know why. The yeah, whole place would give right. me the willies. I mean, but- I guess everybody's got their everybody's got their thing, you know. Maybe no, maybe. I have no problem with. I mean, they can do whatever they want. But if I was in there, I would be like, "What's that guy just standing? I don't want the staring guy." <laughs> You're right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody, move along, move along. Uh, yeah, and then there's a whole different room, set of rooms where it's couples, couples and other couples only. You can't go in there as a free agent. You have to. You Good must up. must have a, a, yeah. a partner wife girlfriend husband whatever to uh to attend (laughs) yeah this is so out of my zone it is oh mine too i was watching this going yeah yeah could never do it uh yeah that's interesting could never do it could never do it that's cool but but it'll look you know well nicely nicely clean and you know like a nice place yeah look really nice clean um you know well maintained uh uh they have they have protocols that show when a so they have people who come in anytime any of those beds or those couches or any of those rooms are used there's like a little indicator it's a pillow that you put in a certain place or basically move from a certain place mm-hmm. um to indicate that the room has been used and somebody swoops in there and cleans the hell out of that room Ugh. and uh Black and then light, puts the pillow lights. back in the place that indicates, yep, this room has been sanitized. <laughs> wow. Big, big rolls of towels, next, like uh, rolled up towels next to each. 
speech room. Like, uh, okay, now I now I'm having to visualize why you need a towel. Yeah, like I feel like it's you know ejaculation nation in there, and you'd have to <laughs> you'd have to really you know you'd have the night crew come in no. and really hose the place down. I don't know. That's right. No no black lights allowed in these clubs. By the way, uh, <laughs> the light would be blinding. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. All right, well, that's interesting. Anyway, so, Who sent so, you that? Uh, somebody sent you that, or I, somebody just... sent me a link to the uh, to the tour. Do you want me to forward it on? <laughs> no, to you? Yeah, I actually, kind of, I'm curious because it. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm curious for sure. I want to see what these. I'm I'm never going to be in one. So of course, I'm, yeah, I'm, exactly. Yeah, it's. I want to um, know what's up. I assume this was like a tour when no one's around, no one's doing anything. Yes, yeah, the place was empty, okay. um, and so it was somebody um, just giving a giving a tour. You think a big uh, Vincent D'Onofrio looking guy with a shirt way down to his belly and his freaking gold chains owns the place. Like I'm picturing who owns it. <laughs> you're picturing, I know exactly who you're picturing. You're picturing, um, uh, oh, what's his face? Um, got who ran the bunny ranch and oh, died. Yeah. Uh, though he was in that reality show they had for a while. Um, yes. Yes. I don't remember his name. I actually saw his deathbed. Um, you, cause it was at that Zach, Zach Baggins, uh, or Zach Bagans, I guess Zach Bagans would be a hobbit. Zach Bagans uh, hunted tour in in Vegas with uh, Tanner and Alex. This is Frodo. This is Bilbo. On that's right, exactly. Yes, that guy's Zach over there. Zach, the there ugly, ugly yeah. uh, cousin. That's amazing. All right, I will check that out after the show. Oh, that's, uh, that's not it. Hugh Hefner. No, Hoff. Yes, the uh, Dennis Hoff. Dennis Hoff. Yeah, I'm sure. It was, and it was shortened for it was something uh, shortened. But but anyway, yeah, that, that's who I'm visualizing as kind of the person who runs, uh, yeah, like this from the grave, probably from the grave, yeah. and yeah, and no, Claire, this will never be a mystery date ever, no, ever, no, yeah. that ain't, well, I mean, you know, at the, at the very least, uh, I don't even <laughs> the, trust hotels. The mystery would be how long Tina stays with me after I I take her. Exactly. <laughs> I I don't yeah. no, I don't trust even the way the hotels are cleaned. I can't imagine I would trust this anyway. <laughs> you know, just I'm not. You'd have to really show me your protocols for me to. Get yeah, I have to see them in in person. I want to see the person who cleans the room, and I want to watch how they clean the room, please. Yeah, and even then, I'll just watch old Guy Fieri reruns with somebody in a room. So I'm not even interested. I don't want to go in there for what people go. I want to eat the food and see if that's any good, unless they prepare it <laughs> naked or something. You know? Yeah. Like because there's a there's a strip club downtown called. I recommend uh, you stay away from the clam chowder, sir. <laughs> there's a there's a strip club in downtown Salt Lake City called the. Shoot, I forgot the name of it. Southern Exposure. That's the name. Okay. All right. Their logo is an upside down triangle. You get the idea. Anyway. Uh, uh, so uh we went in there once for lunch. We'll fully work. Because <laughs> because someone said they had amazing chicken salad sandwiches there. And so we went in there to get them. And then while we were there, the guy I was with goes, Chuck is his name, goes, you think they make this like they're strippers back there? They're like naked making these? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah, thanks I'm a sure lot, are, dude. Yes. I don't need to hear that. I don't want to eat this sandwich yeah, now. I'm sure it's like, uh, hey, what do you say we just make these chicken salad sandwiches naked? Yeah. Oh, sounds great. That's right. And then we'll dress up again and then go strip all that off again and then make more sandwiches. <laughs> and then we'll put our clothes back on and take the chicken sandwiches out. Yep. Yeah. So dumb. So dumb. All right. Bees. Bees. On the subject of bees. Please, let's talk bees. Bees! These are emails. Send and receive email. One of these is from Jason from British Columbia, Canada. Canada! And he says, hey, Sting and Bee. Mm. 
Okay, so I'm the thing coming out of your butt, and you die when I come out. <laughs> Think of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what I thought of. Um, says I was listening to TMS twenty three twenty two, and you were talking about bees. I work for a honey producer in Canada, and I do find that in particular, honey bees are attracted to the color yellow. Oh. Uh, we have a big yellow specialized forklift for beekeeping used to move hives around, and any time I get in the forklift to drive around, all the bees are swarming me. Sometimes in the warm weather, you uh, can have thousands of them flying around your head. I could be a little scary, or it could be a little scary, but as long as you don't mess with them, they won't mess with you. Love the show, though, Jason. Well, that's wow. interesting. Um, yeah, the color I thing. That. So, yeah, I guess if the bees like to look at the stars and see how they shine for you <laughs> and, uh, yep. and all the things you do. I mean, I just, all I know is I grew up with that. If it was an old wives' tale, then that's what I grew up with. Or if it's true, yeah. whatever. But they always said, if you wear bright colors, especially yellow, you're going to attract bees. I, and so I say Jason is an expert. And uh, uh, listen, he he's around bees all the time. If yellow attracts them, he wouldn't. He would be the person to know. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, Follow up about bees from Crucifudge. It's an amazing. <laughs> he's an AIE okay. for life. He says. Yeah. Uh, dear or high sting and buzz. So now your buzz. Oh, still look at sting. that! Wow, yep. you, you know, I'm I'm singer songwriter sting. You are Buzz Lightyear. Uh, <laughs> to infinity and Roxanne. Space Ranger, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, as a yeah. budding beekeeper, I've been stung a few times in the past few years. Although I'm not allergic, bee venom will still make a sting uncomfortable beyond the initial stinging including itching and swelling. It's given me a new appreciation for those with, uh, for those notorious buttholes, yellow jackets. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. They the are worst. notorious buttholes. Yeah. Honeybee can only sting you once, uh, since doing so usually kills them. On the other hand, a jackass yellow jacket will keep on stinging you until it's malicious heart or to its malicious heart's content. The good part is there's no venom. Once you get stung, there's no swelling or anything. It just sucks. And then it's done. Huh? Uh, so next time you get stung by a yellow jacket, thank your lucky stars and think of the time I had to drop my pants because a honeybee had flown up my pants leg and was buzzing around my junk. Good luck, uh. Crucifudge. Well, Crucifudge, um, when I was a little kid, this happened to me where a bee, I assume it was a bee, I was eight. I was on a green uh, green machine. Remember those? Oh, I totally remember those. I had one and I it, it uh, at some point, I think it needs to be uh, Wendy... Um, a Wendy story. But, yeah, uh, we should we should figure out why our beloved, why we were so obsessed with green machines. We oh really, no, there is it goes even further than that. But uh, please continue. Oh, oh there's a, there's a story. Yeah. Is there? Hmm. Yeah, there's a story. Well, I'm on the green machine. I'm like eight, and I get stung. I freak out and run in the house. My mom uh, takes off my shirt. It turns out it was on my back shoulder where the bee had gotten up in my shirt. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh well, it looks like you're okay." And I didn't, you know, I'm not allergic or anything. And Takes my shirt off, bangs it out, never did see the bee. Puts my shirt back on, go outside of the green machine. Not five minutes later, three more stings. The, oh bee, my God. the bee never left the shirt, was always in the shirt the whole time. I don't know it how it kept stinging. The shirt the whole time. And it never, oh, that was the other thing. She didn't find it. Was it a bee? Like it wasn't a, uh, wasn't a yellow jacket if it kept stinging you? Well, good point. I don't actually remember for sure. She said bee and, and we thought, and, and by the third or fourth sting, the, uh-huh. the beast or the stinger was actually there, but previous oh, okay. to that, we couldn't see it. So I don't yeah. know if that means anything. If it came out of, I guess a yellow jacket so could still lose. Bees there. also have, um, I wonder if bees can bite. You know, I mean, could could you oh. have gotten 
maybe. bitten, and then finally he's like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to sting. I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die, but I just got to sting this jerk. Yeah, one, bit, one bitten, twice stung, as, as the old phrase goes. Yeah. I don't know. But I remember being, um, I remember hating that. And for the rest of my life now, I still to this day, I, I see a bee and I'm like, stay over there. Like, I just get really freaked out yeah. about bees. Well, anyway, all you guys in your in your awesome bee stories, thank you for writing those in. We appreciate no them. No kidding. Oh, I think and, and uh, Retlaw Seven threw uh, photos of the Green Machine into the chat, or threw a link to photos of the Green Machine. Yeah, basically, it was like a big wheel, but instead of having instead of you turning the front wheel with a handlebars, yeah. with a set of handlebars, you had two levers, and basically it operated like you pull one lever back, push the other one forward, and you turn left. You push the other one back, and you turn right. Like you basically operated it just like that it was awesome the front wheel stayed put it was the back wheels that would change direction based on those levers yep and everybody wanted one it was Uh the most like sought after gift that year it's all anybody wanted if you're that if a kid of a certain age yeah i mean the story that you know maybe needs to come out with wendy is that i when we lived in an apartment i had one of these i begged for it, finally got it for Christmas from my dad, but we didn't have a place to put it inside the, inside the apartment. Mm. Um, I don't know why would have fit just fine. Yeah. Or my mom didn't want me to bring the apartment or something like that. And, uh, so, uh, you know, and a lot of kids had bicycles and tricycles like sitting outside their door. It's funny cause you wouldn't think about doing that now, but back then they usually didn't get messed with, but because these things were so sought after and idolized by other kids, uh, one day I came out and my green machine was gone, mm-hmm. and and then later on that same day I saw it in the apartment dumpster, like oh, like wrecked. Like in other words, they these these other kids whoever did it were were so jealous that I had one. It wasn't that they wanted to take it and steal it and have it themselves. Yeah, they wanted to destroy it so I didn't have it, and uh, and that. I think has uh, been something that's stuck with me my whole life about like protecting my stuff and being very like paranoid about leaving anything where somebody could get it. And, and that's oh wow, it locked you locked yeah. in on that. That's that's interesting. I did. That was a very that like I can remember the way I felt when I rounded the corner and saw the uh, and saw the the green machine sitting in the dumpster. Yeah, it's like when people come home and their house has been not just burgled, but kind of like wrecked inside. Yeah, that exactly. feeling like of vandalized. Like yeah, complete yeah. violation of what you yep, thought totally. was sac- sort of totally. sacred. You know, uh, all I know is they let you spin out real good. I remember that they did. That was the best thing about that. That yeah. having the back wheels be the things that turned yeah. basically meant that you could. So I guess how what were the brakes on that thing? Was it just the revert? You like went in reverse with the pedals really quick? Um, oh, I don't remember. I think I think yes, and you could you could use that to your like spin ability as well. So you could like stop yeah. without, and but you'd kind of turn, turn around. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. And then turn the uh, the lever, pull the levers. The and video then. I just watched; these kids are all wearing helmets. We did not do that. No way! Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah definitely never, no. Nope. <laughs> None of those in our uh, green machine life. Yeah, man, it was like the eight, late seventies, early eighties. We didn't. Not even on bikes. Not no. even on skateboards. I no. didn't have a helmet until I became an adult and got a bike. And like, oh, we have to wear these now. Okay, yeah. That's fine. And most most motorcycle people I knew back then didn't wear them. Mm-hmm. And also, a lot of more a lot more people probably died <laughs> as a result. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of why that happened. Um, all right. Well, that was all good and well. 
Let's yeah, move from green so machines to a little bit of news. Good morning, good morning, everybody. In the news this morning, good morning. It's time for the news, brought to you by... Brought to you by Cord Killers. Yeah, we're going to talk about a, a, a show that uh, features two people who aren't on this show today. Uh, Tom Merritt and Brian Brushwood. And, of course, Bryce, who is uh, way more like the last time I was on there, Bryce barely you know, said anything on the show. This time, last night, he was on there a lot, which is great. I love Bryce. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, last night we talked all about the new MCU phases four, five, and six. We talked about um, a whole bunch of Netflix stuff with um, their quarter earnings and and uh, um, and their firm stance on no, we're not going to go to the week by week delivery of of shows, but uh, um, but but you know we still want to give everybody the chance to binge everything as soon as uh, day day one anyway mm-hmm. i was on the show last night it was a lot of fun go check out cord killers uh wherever you get your cord killer podcasts yes the cord killer podcast available wherever cord killers happens <laughs> exactly uh martha stewart in the news yeah oh that's good back in jail just, just kidding. a good thing just kidding uh she's not back in jail a coyote attacked uh, her ranch thing she's got and killed six of her peacocks. All right. These are peacocks, not Does the pluses. Owning six peacocks, or, or owning however many peacocks she has, six less now, I don't know how many she has total. Yeah. Isn't that just like a, I have a lot of money they're not they're not companions she's not like oh yeah these you know these are the peacocks that i hang out with day in and day out and mm-hmm. and we cuddle by the fire or they sit on my lap or whatever that's just like a i have a lot of money i want peacocks yeah i'm gonna get a peacock and and then i'm you know peacock plus if i'm really feeling like not watching commercials you get that <laughs> ah nice Free the coyote <laughs> killed six of these damn things um Let's see. These were, I guess she shows them on Instagram a lot. So that's. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So, well, that, that, that proves, uh, or that, you know, uh, uh, disproves my point about her wanting to show off how rich she is to have a bunch of peacocks. Exactly. If, if anything, it enhances your point of view, I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was a brazen daylight attack. The lifestyle Maven confirmed Saturday via social media. Rest in peace, beautiful blue boy, she says. The coyotes came the coyotes came in broad daylight <laughs> and devoured him and five others, including the magnificent white boy. I was waiting this in a radar voice, like he just walked into surgery, <laughs> pulled down his mask and said The coyotes came in broad daylight and devoured him and five others, including a magnificent white boy. Yeah. There were no survivors. There were no survivors. <laughs> Oh, man. Ask your parents, I guess, for some of you who yeah. haven't watched <laughs> MASH. It's an amazing moment. Anyway, um, let's see. Uh, any solutions for getting rid of six large, aggressive coyotes who have expensive tastes when it comes to poultry, she says? Mm. Oh, thanks. Oh, you're, they were expensive? Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks, Martha Stewart. Thanks, thanks Martha for, Stewart. Yeah. 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 Maybe jail. Maybe get cheaper birds. Cheaper, <laughs> get cheaper <laughs> birds. Cheaper birds that don't taste as good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, Can I reply to her Instagram right now and say maybe buy cheaper birds that don't taste as good? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I like that one. Salon confirmed that the attack occurred on her Bedford estate in Winchester or Westchester County, New York. It's fancy business up there. Yeah. Uh, The video clip is accompanied by Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, according to the Today uh, report. Yeah. When I first saw this article and I I just scanned it because I was like, oh, what are we going to be talking about today? Um, 
I honestly thought that she had video of the peacocks getting eaten by the coyotes, no, and the video was set to "Let's Get It On." <laughs> <laughs> nope. And I, I really wish that was the thing, right? Why doesn't she have? Uh, like, I don't know how how many acres she has, but it's probably big enough that these things can't be watched all the time, right? Like, you can't keep yeah. your eye on every peacock. I don't know. I mean, if you can afford peacocks, you can afford security or a, a big fence or something. Yeah. I kind of feel like she... <laughs> be on the lookout for six coyotes with giant feathers sticking out of their mouths. <laughs> my experience, rainbows. My experience with peacocks is they're kind of jerks. Never yeah. never really ran into one yeah. that was, like, nice. Like, the ones at the zoo, they all kind of walk around. You're like, oh, look at this. And you get close to it, and it's like... Bah! And like hisses yeah. at you. Oh, yeah. No, you can hear them when you're at the zoo making those noises. I hate yeah. them. Yeah, F, F peacocks. Be on the lookout for six coyotes who howl like this. Bong, bong, bong. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an unusual howl, but you'll know it when you hear Easy it. Easy to spot them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg should go over and help her. They're pals. There you go. Why isn't Snoop Dogg watching her place when yeah. she's uh, out? Yeah, a brazen daylight attack. She'd say, what should I do, Snoop? And he'll say, smoke weed every day. (laughs) Uh, Doctors in Egypt have extracted a mobile phone from a patient's stomach. Mm. Mmm, tasty. Uh, They removed a mobile phone from the stomach of a patient who swallowed the device several months ago. It's been in there for a while. An old lady who swallowed a phone. (laughs) I don't know why she swallowed the phone. Perhaps she's done. My, I guess she's boned like that. It's <laughs> probably the better one, yeah. Uh, Aswan University Hospital admitted the patient on Friday after suffering severe abdominal pain. I wonder if he told him right away. Well, I did swallow a phone two months ago. And it seems, uh, yeah, why, why would you wait multiple months? Ah, uh, you know what? Now I'm having stomach aches. Yeah, uh, weird. Weird. Don't feel great. Feel these vibrations every once in a while. <laughs> I wonder how the battery did. Um, I don't think it's like a full-on like smartphone. I think it's a like a little flippy burner flip phone. phone. It would have to be right. Yeah, like more. Like I could a probably swallow. We had a um, God. What was it called? When Tristan was young, we uh, before cell phones were as prevalent as they are now. We had a little phone form that basically had three buttons on it. Um, it was and it was like you know for any any age of your kid because it had a picture of mom on it had a picture of dad on it had a picture of the police on it and he could push any of those like it would basically call our phones or the police if he was in trouble sure i could have swallowed that thing that thing was small enough yeah and and from the photo they don't really give you a lot of detail but it's pretty much like this you get him did you get him what is it what'd you get ew is that a mosquito like a fruit fly what do we got there uh it's like a little gnat Eat it. Uh, eat it. I'm not going to eat it. Oh, I eat would. it on the air. Come on. That's, no, that's just gross. I, <laughs> I would do it, but there's really no point. We're not that kind of no, show. No, we're Scott, not that but... kind of show. And we're not, you know, it's not like Nux in the back of the war rig who's starving and a spider comes along. <laughs> that's right. It doesn't work oh, that way. Is. I was like, where is my hand sanitizer? Hand sanitizer. That's right. Hans. Hans. Don't we have a guy? We have a guy that follows us called Hans Sanitizer, I think. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think he's in the patron. I always or Patreon. I always see him in there. there Anyways, uh, there we go. All clean. Ah, see, uh, see, my now hand I can now. lick his hand. It's fine. Clean enough to eat off of. Yep, eat off Brian's hand. Ew. 
Um, anyway, uh, the, the after examination, they found he was suffering severe infection and stomach cramps. Uh, they uh, said that it was originally just a foreign body inside the patient's stomach, but found out later it was a small phone. A small phone? Cell phone. Small cell phone is what I'm trying to say. A small phone. A small phone. Uh, this subsequently led to preventing food from being digested and caused painful cramps. The patient's condition is now stable. They got it out. Originally, I thought, well, what would they do? Go the other direction? They jam a phone right. on the computer? <laughs> right. You know? uh, so... Th- this is where it gets interesting, right? The stomach pains weren't caused by the phone itself. It was caused by not being able to eat because the phone was blocking food from making it to the stomach. Yeah, that's right. You tried to down a, a plate of curry and there's a phone going, nope. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. Well, yep. that's... That's called blocking right there, yo. <laughs> which means... Yeah. Which means, you know, he never he never, never thought that swallowing the phone would become a problem until, oh, yeah, I guess it did become a problem when I couldn't get food around it. Yeah, and also just, we still, this article goes into none of this, but I don't understand the motivation. Why'd you swallow oh, the phone? Oh, well, yeah, no, exactly. Tell oh, me why. so yummy. Yeah, they, I'm a sure. A Google Pixel? Oh, my gosh, that looks delicious. Did he ever say, did he, <sighs> I, can't, I can't try to understand why people do things they do. Like, why would you swallow a phone? And then why would you act like everything's fine? Oh, okay, I'm just going to dinner now. <laughs> why wouldn't you open with that when you get to the doctor's office? Yeah. Oh, well, I have stomach pains. By the way, a couple months ago, I had a phone. Yeah, I, I had a, a freaking phone. phone. Yeah. You have a phone Might in your guts. Might be related, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe he was hiding from the police. Could have been one of those deals. Like when they eat oh, paper yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's a burper phone. Burper, f- burper phone. phone. Burper phone. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was bad. No, it's I kind of like it. I'm not going to. Not even worth uh, yeah, acknowledgement. The, the court will allow it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, look how many mobsters have died. Mobster actors have died in the last month. Oh, like, oh yeah, no kidding. Paul Sorvino, right. And to the, I forgot that he was, yeah, played quite the, like, had quite the mafia boss. Yeah, uh, multiple times, but in, especially in Goodfellas, he was, he was the chief dude in that. Mm-hmm. And then a, uh, then you got your Ray Liotta from the same movie and other movies often playing a mobster type guy uh yep. then before that you got the Polly walnuts guy from uh sopranos yeah, passed from away sopranos. yep um and well, look at that so uh and james Con- oh, you always said james Con- james Con- the, yeah. um um yeah now with paul sorvino there's no objections uh, there's the one uh blockage to me dating his daughter is gone yep. his, his forbidding me from dating mira sorvino has yep. now been lifted finally finally, finally. The, our chances yes. chances now Sorry, Tina. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him getting all fired up when he found out Weinstein was the reason his daughter got blacklisted because she wouldn't go along with his bullshit. Oh, and, really? Uh, she got kind of blacklisted for a long time that. after she won her Oscar for, what was it she won for? Best, best. Is oh, best? it was uh, Mighty Aphrodite, wasn't it? Was that it? I can't remember what it was. I think so. I always liked her and stuff. But, um. Uh, I always just think of her the, in The Replacement Killers. I freaking love that movie, the John Woo movie. Or not John Woo. Yeah. Uh, uh, Antoine Fuqua movie. Love it. Love it, love it, yeah. love it. Oh, look, she's still just lovely. Yeah, she's great. Nothing wrong um, with her at all. Give her her career back is what I'm getting at, though. Yeah, for sure. Especially with, uh, um, uh, with you know, the Weinstein thing. Mm-hmm. Not really behind us as much as it's been finally come out in the open yeah best supporting actress uh for mighty aphrodite that's it uh yeah romeo and michelle's high school reunion i think we watched mimic on um yeah yeah film sack yeah uh, replacement killers you mentioned summer of sam might be another one for for film sack yeah. but uh and we did replacement killers i think didn't we 
I would have begged for that one early in film sack. Yes, I think we did. Chow Yun Fat, Michael Rooker. Yeah, I think we did. Okay, I'm going to look. Just to make sure, because this drives me crazy. Quicksack.ly, here we go. Okay, Replacement. If I could spell it. Yeah, we did. 229 back in 2014. Failing to kill any more because of his conscience, a troubled hitman seeks aid from a forger to help him get his papers to China. However, the drug lord has hired replacements to finish the job and kill the hitman. Oh, did you watch... so? 2019 there was a mini series for netflix called hollywood mm. it seems like it's right up your alley but it's a it's a um i haven't heard of that let's see how is this done uh american drama streaming television miniseries ensemble cast darren chris joe mantello dylan mcdermott uh holland taylor samara weaving jim parsons patty lupone mira sorvino a about aspiring actors and filmmakers during the oh interesting she plays she plays an actress whose career stalled out after a relationship with a studio head oh ooh that was in 2019 so wow. it's like does that is, man how do you not have some ptsd from playing that kind of character after all the weinstein stuff Jeez. Yeah, no t- no kidding um it didn't review super well uh, but okay. uh people like it Let's see. Yeah, heck of a cast in this thing. Yeah. Wow. I might want to watch this. Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Murphy joint. Oh, he's good. I yeah. like Ryan Murphy. He makes things. Yeah. I, I hate uh, Farmer Gl- Cliff Sod, he says, or he or she, I guess Farmer Cliff, he uh, says that was a good miniseries. So okay. there you go. I'm still mad at him for Glee. Glee sucked. Oh, I, well, yeah. I hated it. It did. It did. There was, I yeah. Hated it. All right. Even when everyone says it was good, I hated it. All right, yeah. uh, that's it for news for today. We're going to come back here in a second and hang out with uh, first Bill Duran, and then after that, Bobby Frankenberger. But we can't do any of that until I've had a song in my stomach uh, with my phone yeah. in there. <laughs> so what do you if got? You can get by that phone. Uh, let's get to a band called Dawes. This is their eighth studio album. You've probably heard of them, D-A-W-E-S. You know this band. Uh, their brand new album is called Misadventures of Doom Scroller. It's about uh, Scott and his TikToks. <laughs> just kidding. I do love that. <laughs> Uh, that one you sent me last night with the guy who sounds just like Michael Jackson. That, that thing is so amazing. freaky. He's so yeah. good. Oh my gosh, the rest he's of his good. videos are good too. He's really good. He's like super talented, but he could fake it. He could be Michael Jackson. Yeah, cool. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, the whole album is available now. Misadventures of Doom Scroller. It's the band Dawes from Los Angeles. Here's a single from the machine uh, from the uh, album. <laughs> it's called Ghost in the Machine.
time to talk about some good old-fashioned morning, wake-you-up-in-the-morning coffee. How about that? So Trade Coffee's on the on the docket today, and uh, they're awesome. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best-tasting coffee they've ever made. That's right. You're used to making coffee at home, but have you made coffee this good? Well, the reason is they partner with the country's best craft roasters. These are all, by the way, small businesses, you know, independent businesses, big city, small towns, all over the place. And trade customers are pretty impactful for these independent roasters. Sometimes they're the largest source of growth for them. So that's pretty cool. And they expertly taste every coffee. They have a team that actually taste, uh, taste tests thousands of cups. All right. That's a lot. They keep 450 different kinds ready to go. Ship straight to you. And there's no, I don't mean, there's probably not a perfect coffee. But there is a perfect coffee for you. Right? That's all. That's what this is all about. Matching you up with the best. And Trade's human-powered algorithm is going to find it for you. Trade's first match guarantee is this. They are so confident they'll get you right with the first coffee the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you and send you a brand new bag for free. Well, that's pretty great. Well, they're really great. Uh, <clears throat> the thing I like about them the most is the experience from start to end is super, super simple. You go to the website, you take this quick quiz. Uh, that's how they start matching you with the right coffee. And boom, comes to your door and everyone raves. Simple as that. Right now, they're offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash TMS. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Can't beat that. Get started today by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash TMS and let trade find you a coffee you love. That's drinktrade.com slash TMS for $30 off. This electronic miracle removes human error in cigarette manufacture. We must find this butthole that took our TV. A ticking time bomb spells trouble for Scott and Brian. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back. Remind me who that was. Yeah, that was the band Dawes from their brand new album, Misadventures of Doom Scroller, and a great little bluesy rocker called Ghost in the Machine. Nice. That remind me of, I guess, Ghost in the Machine. Like, uh, yeah, like the police album that <laughs> yeah. had uh, them as pixels, as yeah, or yeah. not pixels, as uh, like um, digital clock faces. Those uh, they don't like each other anymore, right? The band. Uh, Sting doesn't like Andy Summers and uh, Stuart Copeland, but I think Stuart and Andy like each other just fine. <laughs> but they don't, do they not like him? Like, is it kind of a mutual thing where? Sting annoys them, they annoy Sting. I think so. Yeah, I think that they just had had a lot of fights in that band and they didn't end things hmm. uh, amicably. I saw them. It's funny, after the breakup, uh, hmm. I saw them. Uh, Elvis Costello opened up for them at Red Rocks and it was an incredible, uh, incredible concert. Yeah. And, um, you know, they can play together as long as they just don't talk to each other. Sure. Yeah, don't talk, <laughs> just play. Yeah, uh, Red don't stand so close to each other. It's such an awesome <laughs> venue, man. I got to get there someday. I want to see something there. I want to see a comedy oh. comedy concert there. That's what I want. I don't know why. Really? I, I just I think do. you no. I think you want to see something with music and acoustics. 
Do I? I, I get I get why you'd want to see because you like comedy concerts, right? Yeah, but I do. I enjoy them. It almost feels like a waste to see a comedy show there because of how those giant stone walls can can affect the music in ways that other amphitheaters can't. It's a fair point. Yeah. Um, then I'll I'll think about what band I want. That'll do it. Okay. Okay. Think about what band you want. I would say just figure out, you know, a time you can come out here and see whoever's playing because <laughs> yeah, exactly. it'll still be. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to pick the band first, ask them to come out there, yeah, and then I'll I see do you. That. Yeah. Do that. I'll yeah. make that work. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. <laughs> hey, look who it is, you guys. It's Bill Duran from, from Punish Props. He's also fun, but he's also from PunishProps.com. <laughs> uh, makes a fantastic channel all about making things. And uh, since we live in the world of makers, uh, what better time to have him on than this fine Tuesday? Bill, welcome back to the show. Good to be here and happy to and excited to talk about a really fun project ooh, that I did. Ooh, really? Cool. I love right, it. So it. Lay, lay it out. What do you got? So this is a little something that I worked on back in like 1997, maybe? Yeah. Okay. My dad restored, well, I helped him. My brothers and I helped him. Restored a 1968 Volvo P1800 sports car. Yeah. Uh, and if you're curious what it looks like, I just tweeted out some photos of it. Okay. Uh, and it's just the coolest little car. Uh, my dad had one when he was in his 20s, so he was very nostalgic for this cool little sports car. It's a it's a two-seater. There is technically a back seat, but you need to really not like the person that you cram back there because there's really no leg room. Oh, my gosh. Look at uh, that tiny little back. Yeah, that's a, uh-huh. that's awesome, dude. I love this. And it's it's the car that Roger Moore drove in the the show The Saint. Oh, cool! Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. that's that was familiar to me. What is it? What's the model and make again? So it's a 1968 Volvo P1800. P1800. Yeah. Okay. And it's sitting there. We, I, I, so I got to take it out driving, and uh, someone in a 240, a Volvo 240, uh, pull up next to us at Dunkin' Donuts because they were excited to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like Volvo people, they know, right? They know. Oh, what's yeah. Up. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Look at that thing. Yeah. Oh. Also, I'm pissed at you for having 70 degree weather in uh, wherever you are. <laughs> all right, yeah. yeah, I saw that on the sign. Uh, so, wait, so looking at all is, the buttons on the deck, like I want that there to be in a, like an eject button in that center oh, yeah. thing right next to the oh, uh, I, cigarette lighter. Should add one and not even tell my dad. See if yeah. He notices. yeah. So is this a, is that first shot of the far off shot? Is that your dad in that car back then? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wow. No, that was I took that maybe 10 years ago. Okay. Photo. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Freaking so, awesome. so this was a huge project. Um, he, we ended up getting our hands on, I think, three cars: the one main car, and then two other kind of wrecked cars that were donors. And we ended up pulling parts off of those to kind of build one complete car. And it took us a couple of years, both to collect all the parts and cars and to do all of the work. Mm. Uh, but I'll tell you what. We learned everything about that car, both inside and out. I'll bet. Yeah. We used to call those. My dad used to do some of this stuff as well, pull from other cars and add them to a different car. And we he called them a Franken car mm. back then because like it was that. always parts yeah. from like, oh, this came from a Honda, but we're putting it in a Volkswagen. Oh. No, no one will ever know, <laughs> you know, but I, we, he loved doing that. Um, oh, yeah. We did a lot of that. We had a lot of sobs. And we had a an attic full of sob parts, and if we could get a wreck that we could pull the parts off, we'd do it. Because we did all the work on the cars ourselves. That's uh, so really we had all cool. The parts. 
Very cool. And this the, car uh, resides where right now? Is this, this is up in New York still? Yeah, this is in uh, uh, where my parents live in upstate New York. Nice. Uh, so it took, like I said, it took a ton of work. We took everything off that car. Um, the leather seats were uh, reupholstered. The car body was completely stripped of paint, and we had it repainted. Mm-hmm. The bumpers got rechromed. All the brake lines and electricals got reran. Every Every single component, since we had to repaint the body, everything had to come off of it. So everything got taken off, everything got cleaned, everything got repainted, and everything got put back together. Nice. What was the time? Was, what's what's time to complete for this thing from start to finish, do you think? I, I would say maybe two years, two or three years, mm. maybe. Yeah. Worked on it regularly, uh, like like once a week you'd get in there? or like like Yeah, a couple cadence? days a week, maybe. A lot of times waiting for parts, waiting for like a specific part or um, sending a part out to get, like we sent the bumpers out to get re-chromed and then that shop closed. So my dad had to sneak in and get the, the bumpers back. <laughs> like nice. or the, the shop closed up for good. I yeah. mean, it, uh, and they he didn't. Yeah, so it was an adventure. There were a lot of weird things like that where you'd have to wait for something or steal part of our car back or whatever. Mm. And <laughs> it still while. runs. You can get in there, turn it over, and go. It does. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. So it has a it has a uh, a choke. You got to pull the choke out a little bit <laughs> to get it started. Yeah. It also requires a lead additive to the the gas. You have oh. to add lead to the gas. Oh, so really? There's yeah, no more leaded gas you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> there's, nope. there's a regular unleaded and extra leaded. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's like, what? Is that, is that something you can just buy in a bottle and pour in there? Yeah. It's a funky little body. I squirt a little in the tank when you fill up. Yeah. Wild, wild, man. But it does. It runs great. It's a sports car. It's a quick little car. It's really fun. You're a. Uh, your sphincter is about six inches from the ground, though. I'll tell you what. <laughs> like, your butt is low, and your oh, head yeah. is bumper level with every other modern car. So it is oh, an experience. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird. It is, it's hard to tell from the photos, but I guess. Uh, oh, and I actually, the one that where it's next to the wagon, the Volvo uh-huh. wagon, you can kind of see the, the lower profile of this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. It's a stick shift. Um, it's super, it's really fun. It's super, super cool. Uh, now, I never got to drive it as a teenager. Oh, boo, uh, boo. When it was finished, my dad got it. He had to get insurance for it. And you can get classic car insurance. And it's very, very cheap because they expect someone with a classic car to mm. baby it. Yeah, right. And Makes sense. They, yeah. They made him sign a thing saying that under no circumstances will either of his twin teenage boys <laughs> drive this classic car. Yeah. Uh, like, it's such a Ferris Bueller like uh, all I can visualize is Cameron and the uh, <laughs> yeah absolutely totally it and the Ferrari or whatever it was yeah and it was like the last thing I need to do before we can drive this car on the road is go get it insured and he came back from the insurance place and he was like so I've got some great news the car insurance is extremely cheap bad news <laughs> you can't drive it you will mm. never set foot behind no. the steering wheel or set butt behind the steering wheel yep <laughs> So, uh, so anyway, my twin brother and I were fighting over who was going to get to drive this thing to the prom. Mm. Well, neither one of us got to drive to the prom. Instead, we got to share the minivan, which was not even close <laughs> to cool. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. When you're like, for me, it was I had access to every, every, every time my dad came over from California for these car auctions, he would bring something awesome, usually. And then it would always be the worst timing for dances and proms and stuff because the week before I could have had a 300ZX, right? Mm-hmm. 
with a T-top, turbo, black, beautiful, yeah. amazing car to take a girl anywhere in. And then the very next week, he's like, oh, we sold that one, but we got this Yugo where the, with the steering wheel that comes off, so don't turn too hard. Like, <laughs> dude, it's my date tonight. You don't have a... Oh, well, I should wear that football fumbles. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that was great. But anyway, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally, I totally feel that. But uh, do you think you'll... Um, I mean, you know, not to, not to jump too far ahead, but you think you'll inherit this car, or are you and Jamie gonna have to fight over it, or what's how's that gonna go? Um, I, I would love to have this car. <laughs> <laughs> I want a uh, brother fight. I want, I want to see the Durans yeah. go at it. We'll see. So my little brother, uh, we already know he's getting the, the house. Yeah. So I, I think I can, I can pull hard for the the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If he's if he's brother, inheriting know, a house, sure. Yeah. That's that's the problem with being twins. It's just like know. dead Share on competition. Days. Oh, that's the worst. Right. Yeah. yeah, but you're you're older by like a couple minutes, aren't you? That's true. There yeah, you go. Seniority finally card. get to wave yep. that seniority flag. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, you know, push that a little bit. Say, I'm sorry, but as you know, I got here first. <laughs> I turned 16 before you. Yeah, yeah. And I've been driving a little longer than you. Yeah. Right there, you go. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, yes. you're a teacher, and it's not cool to drive this yeah. car if you're a teacher your kids make fun of you you can come up with all kinds of ideas i'm telling you mm-hmm. you got this yeah that won't work my dad was a teacher he drove at the school and it was very cool <laughs> i'll bet it was <laughs> uh well that's awesome uh Ooh, if you want to follow bill on twitter he posts stuff like this all the time uh and you can see these images over at twitter.com slash chin uh do that today hey bill do you have a you have a little side uh little side action? yeah 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 so Alex Steele, the blacksmith, is making a crescent wrench from scratch. Uh, he recently did a ratcheting um, socket wrench from scratch. And I just think it's absolutely fascinating to see how these tools are both made and how they work. Uh, so he's got his he's got an example one and he's trying to recreate it, I think, as a uh, as a, a practice in making. I think that's a really cool oh, that's idea. Really cool. Oh, yeah, right. Start with something you just physically have and make a duplicate of it. Exactly, yeah. And just to figure out the steps it takes to recreate that. Is it like, um, is that a form of uh, reverse engineering or would you call it something else? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Or just, I don't know. I guess he's making a replica. Yeah, I guess (laughs) he is. This is actually closer to what I do. (laughs) Sure. It's good to see that uh, this guy's getting work now that One Direction broke up. Yeah, Yeah, you know, look. When these kids, you worry about these kids. You want them to do well. You know they can't all be that one that ended up in uh, the that movie. Uh, anyway, well, this is great uh, as always, Bill. Fun hanging out. Uh, PunishProps.com and uh, of course the YouTube channel always is there. Uh, Punish Props on YouTube. Have a fantastic week. You got it. See, See you next you time. Oh wait, hold on. There we go. Yeah, Bill got to hang out recently with uh, Joel Telling, and I forgot to ask him about that. Joel oh. Telling, the 3D printing nerd. Yeah, and, that guy's uh, a... Oh, shoot. We should have poked him on that. Guy's great. He's just so cool. Him yeah. and... Uh, I don't know if... I've been watching another another 3D printing YouTube uh, dude named uh, Uncle Jesse, and that guy's good, too. Uncle Jesse. That guy's excited about everything. Yeah, I know, right? You think, uh, like... <laughs> That's Dukes the first thing I thought old, of. Yeah. Those old Duke boys and their 3D printing, let's see what kind of hijinks they get into this yeah, time. Freeze frame, go to commercial, come back <laughs> later, and see if they make the jump. Uh, spoiler, they always make the jump. Uh, all right, check this out. Science. Look who it is. It's uh, Science with Bobby Frankenberger, who joins us on Tuesdays, talks a little science every week. Hi, Bobby. Welcome back. 
Hey, thanks for having me back. How As always, a pleasure, as my yeah. dad would say. Yeah. Uh, any, uh, what's going on with you? Do you have any uh, anything crazy happened since we last saw you? You're all good? I went to, um, this weekend I went, took the family for a semi-spontaneous trip. Like we kind of planned it last minute to go to this, uh, I don't know if they have them everywhere or where they go, but it's called Great Wolf Lodge. Have you ever heard oh, of it? Oh, yeah. I have. Been yeah. to one of those. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, where near, I guess, in, in uh, South Carolina somewhere? Well, it's in North Carolina, oh. so we, it was about an hour and a half away. But that place, For- I'd never been before. That place is pretty cool. You know you know how, like, there are really cool things that until you, like, kids give you permission mm-hmm. to be excited about? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's like this cool scavenger hunt type thing that they do called Magic Quest, and so with the the wand, yeah, you get these wands that you can point at, like you can activate all these different like treasure yeah. chests and things all over the walls, and you're giving quests by this old bearded wizard, and <laughs> and um, it was Tristan, pretty cool. When we went, uh, Tristan was almost the perfect age for that. I had to kind of like. You know, push him along to like, no, let's go see what let's see what it does. We pointed at this yeah. thing over here. Now we've got to find the blah blah blah. Uh, but there's there's one here in Colorado by Colorado Springs. There's uh, yeah. one in Ontario by the uh, by the Anaheim Convention Center and big old big old water park in the middle of it. Oh yeah, indoor yeah. water park. Indoor which is water great park for this yeah. terribly on fire time of year yeah Um, for sure no kidding yeah um yeah they're all over the place nothing too close to me i could have sworn i'd been to one of these maybe i was in scottsdale there's probably things other things that are similar right yeah it's interesting though like it's super rustic right all that stuff's supposed to look like you know old timey like you're in a lodge yeah there's yeah you know just just like a rustic lodge with uh yeah. with ki- <laughs> with a uh, mascot <laughs> characters walking around right. and, and uh <laughs> yeah and golden team machines just like yeah. a real lodge yeah <laughs> like they, like in the olden right. times yeah right. did you uh did you have to wear a coonskin hat or cap uh, or no but they, they give you complimentary uh um wolf ears oh. that you can put on that are like it's like a headband you know you put on and it's got are they from wolf. actual wolves, or these are these are replicas of wolf ears? Yes, in fact, they give you the wolf. You have to kill it yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now we're talking. I'm in. Sign me up. Skin it. They have skinning classes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to get up early for those. <laughs> um, well, anyway, well that's that's fantastic. Uh, what scientific uh, data did you bring for us today to have our mind blown by? Blown, well, blown. This anyway. week, I've been I've been. Uh, Reading and researching a bunch for our uh, to do a roundup on the sh- on the the science podcast all around science. I was I've been reading about all the things that in just a few short weeks that the James Webb Space Telescope's been out. What what has been discovered? We keep seeing pictures and and headlines of random various things and and just seems to be all over the place. So I was I've been doing a roundup of that kind of stuff. And I, I came across one that I thought would be interesting to talk about, which is the, you may have seen headlines that we've spotted the oldest known galaxy ever to be uh, spotted has mm. just been, has just been done. And when we say oldest, we, we, it's, it's funny when you talk about time and, and telescopes, right? Yeah. When we say oldest, we do mean the one that we've seen that uh, light that is the oldest right like light that has come the farthest and, sure. and is the oldest so the one the particular one that we spotted was uh just about 300 
it, it's light and we're looking at the galaxy as it looked just about 300 million years after the big bang which is <laughs> yeah which is really really impressive because if you the 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 universe itself is 16.7 billion years old so this is just like a few hundred million years just 300 million years is is a blink of an eye in terms of of how old it, and this may very well be the oldest light we are able to see right now mm. um, with the technology that we have and possibly pretty close to the oldest light that is it's possible to see at all period um, yeah yeah That's we really may not be able to see light before then because of the the, the universe is described too much too much uh younger than that like too much closer to the big bang the universe is often described as being opaque mm. um and that has to do with the fact that uh big objects hadn't formed yet and it was just clouds of hydrogen gas and and they were neutri- neutral uh neutral hydrogen which means that it hadn't been ionized and so any any photons that were bouncing around would have been absorbed by the hydrogen and it wouldn't have let the light escape. So that's what we mean when we say opaque, that you couldn't see into it Hmm. because the light wouldn't escape these clouds, right? Yeah. So this is pretty cool that we're able to see this far back. Let me ask you this. I'm looking at this image and uh, how do they know? Okay, so let's just take that one little section that it, that was so famous the very first shot that everybody saw that first yeah yeah if you took that and just pointed at any of those points of light how do they know which ones are the oldest like what how do you, yeah how do they Tell know how long one? the light has traveled to get here yeah, yeah. how That's do they a know really really good question um the, the Brian you said it so the basic idea is you look at how how long has has how old is the light how how long did it take to get here because light travels at a constant speed yeah um it only has one speed that it travels and so if you know how long the light took to get to you then you know how far away it is because you just do simple arithmetic to figure it out right okay sure it's a little bit more complicated than that though because the galaxy or the universe is also expanding as light is traveling through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so since light always goes the same speed, it gets a little tricky because the distance that it's going is actually stretching while it's going through that. Yeah. Um, wow. And so wow. you have to get really, really creative and and figure things out. But the short answer or the medium length answer to your question, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I think I already blew past the short answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the answer to your question is that they measure the redshift of the light. Oh, okay. Okay. So you, what happens is as light is moving, since space itself is actually stretching, then then the light gets the 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 wavelength of light itself also gets stretched as it's moving yeah so so when you take a a a parcel of light that is a particular wavelength and you stretch it out the wavelength gets longer and that's what they refer to as redshift because the longer as you stretch out light it shifts it towards the red end of the spectrum mm. Because um, red has a longer wavelength, and so like visible light, red is is at the longer wavelength end. But then you go past that, and you get to infrared. And as you may know from reading or 
or me blathering on about it sometimes, um, <laughs> this particular telescope is very specifically designed to look at infrared light. Mm. So in particular, oh, cool. it's it's designed to try to probe the deepest parts of the universe because those are the that's the light that's getting out from from those very early stages is the infrared light. And even if it wasn't infrared light, it would have been stretched to infrared wavelengths. Levels. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, and and they know that, you know, they just haven't discovered a, a new kind of star that outputs light closer to the to the infrared spectrum. Like, they're like it's not it's not a star that's, you know, 12 miles away that just happens right. to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they can right. pump out infrared light. Uh, sure. Right, exactly. And they, yeah, they use cool. other methods in combination with that. Where is it located? Um, you know, what is the spectrum of light? Like, they look at the light in totality. What can you see? Um, is it Does it look like it's being warped and shifted around other things that would indicate that it's behind other things? They look at all sorts of things. One of the cool ways they identified that this was as old as it is, because once you get that far back, you can imagine that it might be harder to pinpoint exactly, is it 300 million years after the Big Bang, or is it 400 million years after the Big Bang? Um, but one of the ways they were able to, to pinpoint that it was around 300 million years is pretty interesting. Infrared light is actually a wide range of, of wavelengths, right? There's there's They group it into three different kinds, but you can, you can chunk it down even further than that. You hear about like near-infrared, mid-infrared, and far-infrared, and these are just, you know, dividing the, the range of wavelengths up into different chunks, right? Right. Um, and so what they know about the universe at this time was, as I said, light was just starting to escape these hydrogen clouds because hydrogen was just starting to coalesce and come together into, into larger packets and chunks and begin to gather energy enough and, and basically thin out, in a way, space so light could get out. Mm-hmm. But, it w- but as that happened, um, only certain parts of light would be able to escape at a time. It, it wasn't like none of the light could get out and then suddenly all the light could get out. What would happen is as it slowly thinned out, some of the infrared at longer wavelengths would be able to escape. And then, but but shorter wavelengths of infrared would still be trapped. And then, as it thinned out some more, even you know mid-range infrared might be able to escape. And so, and, and, and kind of like that. So what they were able to do is look at this galaxy, and because this telescope can can really look at light in a bunch of different tiny bands of infrared wavelengths, they were able to take the same picture in multiple exposures of different wavelengths of infrared and they were able to just basically one at a time look at them and see okay we can see that galaxy now uh, let's look at a, mm. a shorter wavelength we can still see it and then once they get short enough it disappears oh, wow so that's yeah the, and that's how you, that's and, really cool that's why yeah, and so they know that oh light is escaping at these wavelengths but not these ones. So that tells you even more information about how far away it is, how old the universe was, or how young it was really at that time, and all this kind of stuff. It's just amazing, cool things that they're able to do with this telescope now that they're able to collect such high-detail infrared light that could never have been done because that telescope is a million and a half miles away, or kilometers away. (laughs) 
What are the reasons why this may be? I don't know if this is a whole other subject for a different day, but why do why are we getting so much lens flare on the new images and the Hubble stuff didn't have all that? What is that? Oh, JJ Abrams was a sponsor. <laughs> That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, exactly. He's directing the whole thing. Um, but Fantastic. also, fortunately for him, it's actually just part of the way that the the uh, telescope is constructed. Those um those flares that you're seeing yeah. actually. Uh, all, every every time you see a flare, it's a certain exact, exactly the same number of flares in every star. If you look closely enough, hmm. and it's because each of those each of those lines, those rays radiating out from a star, corresponds to where two of the mirrors from the telescope actually come together. Um, and so that's why you're seeing that. It's just a refraction pr- pattern as a as a result of um, how the mirrors are constructed. Interesting. In fact, you would see, you still see that same t- sort of pattern with Hubble, uh, but they're f- a different pattern because they had different. The mirrors were different, um, constructed differently. Sure, huh. sure. Yeah, it's fascinating so stuff. Cool. Yeah, you know, since they can gauge the direction that you know everything is moving slowly out from the center of the universe, right? Like super duper slowly. Sure. Can they? So they have a pretty good idea of where the quote-unquote center of the universe is well we need we need to get a telescope out there like (laughs) like, i I don't know know that that's true though i would have to look this up because i'm not a hundred percent sure if if what i'm about to say is true but i think that there's not a lot of agreement on if there is a center to oh really okay because i would think like wherever the big bang originated would be considered the center Everything but I think it, when that. you talk about the Big Bang and you're talking about like like quantum forces that mm-hmm. didn't even exist at the Big Bang, and I mean space and time, this is where it gets really weird. Is the actual thing, space and time, didn't exist until a certain point after the Big Bang, um, because okay. those are actual physical properties of the universe, mm. space and time. Right, right, uh, and, okay. and that's about as much as I can say about that because it's very complicated and mathy, and I don't understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but but space and time itself are the 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 result of how the physicality of the universe is condensing in a way. It was so hot that space and time, the, everything had so much energy that space and time couldn't exist very very you know fractions of fractions of fractions of seconds after the big bang it, it didn't take long for those things to form <laughs> but so that's why some people say like maybe some people will say the universe is infinite right yeah if yeah. the universe is infinite it doesn't make sense to talk there's about no center. center yeah right, right obviously yeah. yeah a lot of people in the chat room are, are agreeing like basically echoing that sentiment sentiment that Every spot is the center of the universe. I am finally right. the center of yeah, the universe. Yeah, you are yeah, all the center of the universe. Exactly. There's all all really these years good, you've been um, like giving yourself shit for it, but really, you, you yeah, were the, it was totally true. true. The whole time. Prove it. I can prove it, Mom. Yeah, prove it. You can't. <laughs> finally. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, everything in the universe is expanding away from itself, right? So, like, like every galaxy is getting big. Space itself is getting mm-hmm. bigger. Yeah. Um, so that's the other downside you, to think about is that uh, that you're also just getting bigger every yeah. day. Yeah, that's it's so cool. It's pretty rad. 
Uh, well, all right. This is deep, deep, deep stuff today. Uh, really some deep space. Yeah, I love it. I love talking about space. <laughs> Probably more of that coming as we get. I mean, oh, that's the other question yeah. I had is is the plan to just keep sucking images out of this thing and sharing it with the public, or is or, you know for what's as the... long as they can? Yeah, they're just there's a lot of different projects going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of different plans for things to do. Uh, the this uh, identifying the earliest galaxy we've ever seen was part of the glass. Um, project or the glass survey um and uh there's other ones though there's like the sears c-e-r-s survey there's um different projects to look at um you know stellar nurseries and how galaxies formed in the early universe but even looking at we've taken pictures of things in our solar system there's a lot of information coming out about jupiter and stuff like that and and so there's all these different tiny projects. They're just going to do as much as they can for as long as it's uh, it's going on. But a lot of this stuff is already coming out. And that's what we're going to talk about. That episode will be out on on this coming Monday because we haven't recorded it yet. I'm still doing the research. But that's that's what I'm going to be talking about is what are all these things that are are these these projects that are being worked on and what have we what have we discovered even just in the three weeks since it went online. That's pretty awesome. Uh, so keep your eye on the prize over there at uh, that show, uh, All Around Science. They're going to cover that stuff. We'll bring it up here, uh, and we'll have future episodes as well, because Bobby's yep. a regular now on Tuesdays. Bobby, mm-hmm. always yeah. a pleasure, I, man. I, yeah, and always a pleasure to hang out with you guys. Yeah, so I'll see always, you next week. Yeah, yeah I'll be here. Uh, we'll, we'll add you to the call next week, and then we'll, our minds will be blown away again. You know? <laughs> we'll see you later. All right. There goes Bobby. Cool. All right, Brian. We're uh, we're winding, we're winding down here, but uh, real quick, a note about today. Uh, Play retro is happening at three yeah. thirty p.m. Mountain Time today, over at uh, Twitch.tv/slash/FrogPants. We're doing all things Kirby, at least the early years. So uh, expect a lot of NES through Super NES sort of era of content. But we'll we'll talk a little bit about where the series is now and why the current uh, new game is the highest selling Kirby game of all time. Uh, I love Kirby unabashedly, and you might as well. So tune in and find out either live for the show at 3.30, or if you prefer the podcast, you can get that right after. That's me and Brian Dunaway, I should mention. All right. Um, what else? Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support this show. I want to thank Vatterung, who has been supporting us since 2014. Uh, he's awesome, an all-star, and uh, someone who should be thanked for being here. So if you want to be like Vatterung and start your long haul with us, Head on over to patreon.com slash TMS and sign up today. Long, fun, pleasant haul yeah. of the, being a TMS supporter. The best haul you could ever haul. The best haul. Yeah. Yes, the best, best haul. haul. I have the best hauls. Frogpants.com slash TMS. All the time. It's the best haul. <laughs> all the time. Frogpants.com slash TMS is our website, and you can always find us via email, themorningstream at gmail.com. Brian, we got to get out of here, but we can't do it until we have a song, so you must play it. I will do that. Brian wrote in. Wait, was it me? No, I don't remember writing this, so it must have been somebody else. Brian wrote in, said, On July 22nd, my wife and I took possession of our first home. Could you play a cover of Iron Maiden's Stranger in a Strange Land for us to move? Seems like an appropriate song. If you can't find a good cover of this song, any cover by or of Iron Maiden would be great. Please feel free to play the song anytime during the week if you already have requests for that day. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We'll be moving and unpacking for several days, probably months. Hey, is it too early to get an mmm sausage? Uh, no. Although, <laughs> I have to find it real fast. Let's see. I don't have it handy. Uh, sausage. Okay, here we go. No, that's not it.
<laughs> Here you go. Mmm, sausage. Oh, we need the slow one, though. Mm, oh, no. Sausage. Still, still to this day, feels like you play a longer version of that clip. Wouldn't it be funny if? Wouldn't it be funny if I was like if I had? I know it'd be totally like I've I've thought about that being a possibility that you're (laughs) playing playing a very long joke on me about the uh, (laughs) the long con's going to go to about 2028, and I'll finally reveal that I've been doing it the entire time. Exactly, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Swear, just when I think she's about to stop saying "mm" and switch to sausage, no, she has more "mm" and she has more "mm" in her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, well, I, I looked for a good cover of Stranger in a Strange Land. Found a lot of Screamo stuff. Was not happy about that. Um, wasn't wasn't happy with my choices. So I hope you don't mind if I go with another Iron Maiden song being covered. This is probably you know their their one of their biggest songs. Uh, the Trooper being another one. But Run to the Hills. Uh, very uh, very popular uh, Iron Maiden song. This is uh, a cover by Steven Seagulls from their 2015 album Farm Machine. It's Iron Maiden's Run to the Hills. I'm sorry. Steven Seagulls? Steven Seagulls. That's yes. amazing. All right. I've played these guys for you before. This is not the first time you've played I don't know why music. that name is jumping out to me today. It's really oh, wait, like... wait till you hear their music. It's even better than you could even uh, expect. I, I will make sure to take some time after the show. That's fantastic. All right. That's it. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Oh, yeah. Wendy or uh, Kim is sitting in tomorrow. I should mention Brian's traveling. Ooh. So it'll be Kim tomorrow. <laughs> uh, skim MS. Skim MS tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, Brian will be there remote. And uh, we'll be yes. doing it uh, normal there. And then Friday, you're home Friday for I'm home Friday thing. for Playdate. Playdate. Yeah, we haven't yeah. even mentioned Playdate Friday, everybody. Yeah, we're doing a Playdate <laughs> Friday. Woo, it'll be fun. That's in place of Couch Party, which is in place of PM, which uh, some listeners are still <laughs> mad at me about. I got to figure out. I, I, I am, for those listening who are like, man, I miss having an extra chunk of just audio stuff because that's how I get the show. Sure. I got some ideas, okay? I've, I've been thinking about it. We're going to work with Brian on it. We're going to talk about it. I'm not saying any... I don't have a solution yet, but I'm. we're working on it. I'm not ignoring your pleas, okay? I get it. I totally get where you're coming from. And everyone else who is really enjoying it, well, you'll keep enjoying it because we're not going to end it. We're not going to stop, so... Yeah. Uh, it'll work out for everybody. It, in the we end. might add another thing on top of it to appease the the people who can't come here live. And yeah. it's like, well, yeah, it's great listening to you guys watch uh, Loki, but uh, <laughs> if I'm not watching, it's not as fun. Yeah, and I agree with them. You know, it's not. So uh, we'll come up yeah. with something. Uh, we'll let you know uh, sometime soon. But anyway, play date this weekend. That'll do it for us. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. White man came across the sea. and barren wastes galloping hard on the plains chasing the redskins back to their holes fighting them at their own game murder for freedom stab in the back women and children are cowards attack
their game Raping the women, enslaving the men Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Frosty haired chode. Yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support comes from ServiceNow 
the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.